This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the first Sunday of Lent, the 1st of March. There's a massive concern across the world at the moment in the wake of the coronavirus, ramped up, of course, by the media. But even those of us who take a very common-sense approach to life might wonder as we take the tube or stand in close proximity to fellow travellers, am I going to catch something? It's reminding us all to take proper care and precautions, not to take silly risks with our health, and to ensure that our immune system is strong enough to fend off any viruses that might be flying around. It makes us think about the basics of life again, which is what Lent is all about too, but a more important, higher level, the welfare of our souls. The essence of Lent is to do more intensely what we should be doing at all other times, being people of prayer, doing good works, and practising self-denial. Pope St. Leo the Great, in a sermon for the start of Lent, says, Dear friends, what the Christians should be doing at all times should be done now, with greater care and devotion, so that the Lenten fast, enjoined by the Apostles, may be fulfilled, not simply by abstinence from food, but above all, by the renunciation of sin. If we're honest, we know that most of life is spent diverting ourselves from the great questions, who is God, who am I, what's the point of my life, where am I going, towards heaven or away from it? These are the most fundamental questions, often so overwhelming that we prefer to divert ourselves with all kinds of distractions. During Lent, we go into the desert with Jesus for 40 days, because in the desert there were no distractions. There we can again learn the basics of how to pray, how to fast, how to give alms. Just as there are three, these three foci for Lent, prayer, fasting and good works, so there are three temptations, three disorders or vices that present themselves to us to deflect us from the track. The devil always tries to divert us from the true path. He did it when he appeared to Jesus at the end of his 40 days by tempting him with the three classic alternatives, the temptations to sensual pleasure, power and honour. The devil said to Jesus, command that these stones turn into bread. Now he was starving after 40 days of fasting and those stones on the desert floor would have looked like loaves of bread. Easy for him as God to have satisfied his hunger by a mere word. So the first temptation is to focus on the satisfaction of sensual desire, on whatever it is that gives us a buzz. The devil then led Jesus to the parapet of the temple and tempts him to throw himself down from the top. This is the temptation to seek glory, to wallow in my self-importance. What makes others want to look at me? Maybe it's my vanity in appearance or my position in work or society. Just look at what I'm doing. Whatever it is that's bolstering my pride. It's having an inflated ego, maybe wanting to control others, wanting to be esteemed more than others, wanting always to be the centre of my universe. 
The third temptation is to power. Power makes people do the most peculiar things. We see it from the ancient emperors to the dictators of the 20th century. We may never have that kind of power ourselves, but the power we have, we love. The devil said that he can give Jesus all the power of the world if he worshipped him. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, Jesus says, but ruins his very soul? That is what St Thomas More retorted at his trial when being persuaded to accede in the king's great matter, and by so doing, save his life here. It's a price that some have thought and still think is worth paying. Have your reward now, and to hell with the consequences hereafter. Sensual pleasure, honour, power, the three big temptations we face. And the antidote is prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Forty days separate us from Easter, this intense time that we are given so that we can attend to our conversion with greater commitment by listening to the word of God through prayer and penance and a more generous love of neighbour. Here we have a spiritual journey that prepares us to relive the Easter mystery. May Mary guide us in the Lenten pilgrimage, leading us to an ever deeper knowledge of Christ and help us in the spiritual warfare against sin as we constantly plead, convert us, turn us back to you, God, our Saviour. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, through the yearly observance of Holy Lent, that we may grow in understanding of the riches hidden in Christ, and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.